no Christian has to be poor if we had to be poor Jesus wouldn't have said I've been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor what was he preaching to the poor if it's not to correct it then it should be preached to the poor he said I came to preach to the sick and we know when he preached to the sick the God what healed so if he's preaching to the poor then prosperity is part of the gospel it is are you with me it's part of the gospel amen which is able it has an ability I tell people I believe God's word so so much because it has an ability I told you this the other time for by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God it has an ability to he says, I commend you to God to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. God's desire is for you to have his word at work in your life. And he has made this possible by bringing to you his message from our man of God, Pastor Roy King. Keep on shining and reigning forever as you receive God's word for your life today. the book of Revelation that when everything is consummated there shall be the declaration that the kingdoms of this world have become that of our Lord and his Christ hallelujah our God is champion he reigns forevermore and the whole world will get to know this God glory to God and how would they know our God? They'll get to know our God through you and through me. Hallelujah. We are his reflection. We are his representation. Amen. And so they'll only get to know that God is great. God is our champion by us. How we do our things. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you enjoying the month already? Are you enjoying it already? I love the testimonies. I love the testimonies. There should be more. Glory to God. And I told you, this time you make up your mind. I'm putting the word of God to work. Hallelujah. I am putting the word of God to work. I'm a word practitioner. I'm a word practitioner. The glory in my life keeps increasing. Keeps increasing as I live by the word. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. Are you there? I'm going to be as fast as I can. Glory to God. This is the third Sunday, am I right? And everything I've preached so far was supposed to be preached on the Thursday. Amen. And the month is already ending. We have one last Sunday, right? The month is already ending. So, um, Romans chapter 12. Let's read from verse 1 through to verse 2. This scripture should be at your fingertips by now, right? I think I quote it almost every time. Can we read it? One, two, three, go. Uh-huh. 
Yes. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. He says, present your body a living sacrifice. This is our month of laboring in the gospel. Hallelujah. And so you present your body as a living sacrifice, uh-huh, holy and acceptable uh-huh, unto God, which is your reasonable service or your true service. Last week I made mention that at this level of your Christian world, you should not be forced to go to church. You should know where the world has gotten to. Amen. You know, I think I explained something last week where I said, everything happening in the world is a communication of spiritual realities. The Bible said that in the last days, the knowledge shall be increased. And we are actually seeing knowledge being increased in the schools, amen, uh, in technology. Knowledge is increasing. And the same communicates with the realm of the spirit that the church must have increased knowledge. Amen. You cannot be fully updated in the physical realm and not updated with spiritual things. Amen. Yeah. You ask, what is it that the Lord is doing in this time? Amen. I was talking to one guy. He said that Jesus, but up to now, he has still not come. So when will he come? And I said, the reason he's tarrying is because of you. Amen. It's still an ample time. I don't, I don't let him say ample. There is, there is no time, but his tarrying is a, significant, or a sign of his grace that we can still do more before he returns. Amen. And if you read... In the Bible, you realize that everything happening in the world now is pointing to the coming of our Lord. Like what is happening with Israel, what Donald Trump did. If you've studied the scriptures in the book of Daniel about the 7th, 69th week, the 70th week, you get to know that, okay, then it's getting closer. When Israel shall come together. And it's already happening. It's a sign. If you don't know the word, you might not know that this is actually in the Bible, but it's a sign. That's why I tell people that everything that happens now, the word of God has actually mentioned it. So we cannot question the authority of God's word. Amen? Yes, we can't. But we can question the authority of other books. Why? Because they are no, they are, their books are not termed the book of prophecy. The Bible, the whole Bible, the whole counsel of God is termed the book of prophecy. Why? Because everything from the beginning of the world till date that this Bible has spoken about has happened and is happening. <laughs> the Quran never spoke of anything like that. Amen. Glory to God. And even in the Quran, I have the Quran. 
even the Quran, they mention Jesus more than they mention Muhammad. Yeah. Amen. So why all the other religions? They are just supposed to, they are, they are their schoolmasters to bring them to the point where they know or they come to the realization or acknowledgement that they need a savior. Amen. Yeah, that's it. Glory to his name. So, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto the Lord, which is your reasonable um, service. Uh -huh. Move on. And be not conformed to this world, uh -huh. but be ye transformed by the... Okay, okay. I'll dwell here before I move on. Be not conformed to what? This world. Uh-huh. But be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. And so we spoke about conformity, remember? And I told you that we are being, he predestined us to the confirmation of his son. Amen. The image of his son. Do you remember? And do you remember the Greek word? What was it? Sumorphos. Glory to God. And I explained to you how that soon depicts close unity. Closer than para. While para is beautiful, para is close. Amen. I'll keep saying it till it's sing sing. We remember Paracolutheo. Where he says, These signs shall follow them that believe, shall follow. Paracolutheo. It's close by, closer than your shirt. And now he says, Soon is closer than para. And so we are being conformed to the exact image of God. And now, you see, before God made the earth, he predestined that the man or the people he's going to bring in this world will be his exact reflection, his exact copy. Amen? Yes, but then Adam failed. And now the church has come. Israel came, Israel failed. And now the church has come. But the church will not fail. Amen. Amen. Why do we know it will not fail? Because the Bible has said the church will not fail. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And so he tells us that before you were born, I, I predestined you to be conformed. So we know where we are going. As a Christian, when you come into the Lord, you have to know where you are going. You don't just get born again and I'm in there. And we are singing. And then I've come to church and I've gone. No. There is, there is a direction for us. The image of his son. And now he is saying that be not conformed to this world. And that is also another interesting word I want us to, you know. Amen. amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> amen. It's a beautiful word that I want us to um, break down. Amen. So you understand certain things. Hallelujah. So do not conform. We have soon again. But the whole word is actually suskematizo. Suskematizo. S-O-O-S schematizo. Oh, that's, sorry. I'm giving the phonetics. S U. S-C-H-E-M-A-C-I-Z-O. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, su, 
schematizo. Can we all say it? One more time. Is the one by you saying it? Glory to God. Now, <laughs> the word suschematizo actually is from two Greek words. We have soon again, and you know what soon already is. I don't need to explain. Closeness in the in the most closest form you can ever think of. Unity, perfect unity, harmony. Amen. So you have soon and you have schema or schema, but schema, S-C-H-E-M-A, schema. So these two come together and you have suschematism. And now schema talks about habitus. What is habitus? Hello? Should I mention the, my English people? What is, what is habitus? Now, when we talk about habitus, we are talking about the physical expression. Are you listening? Physical expression or um, embodiment. The physical embodiment of mental essence, which can be from your culture, environment, amen, habitus, habitat, habits, habitus. Do you get the link? And so it is the physical embodiment or the physical expression of things that have gone on inside you by reason of your culture, your environment, even your family, amen. And so now he uses that word, do not conform. In other words, your physical disposition should not be as a result of the systems of this world. Do you understand? It should not be as a result of the systems of this world. Ask your neighbor, what is your disposition? Be not conform. You see, the English, eh, I really wish, English is good, okay? It's good, but it's a limited language. And now in this world, when you speak English, kaka, they feel, say, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, guy. But brofo, brofo doesn't mean, so oh yeah, guy. Glory to God. Oh, can brofo say me, I'm a kind kind Are they all not languages? <laughs> Amen. Where you've come to a world where when someone speaks is, is articulating speech, the person is intelligent. Really? No. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so, suschematizo. It means in union with the system of this world that affects your physical appearance or the way you do things physically. So, for example, uh, can I have, come on, are you seeing these two guys? There is what the world say, tit for that, right? Say tit for that. Did I get it right? Tit for that. You do me, I do you. Okay. So, face each other. Evan slapped him. 
Now, just it's just it's, a, it's acting, okay? So, slap him <laughs> and slap back. Ah, he's laughing and you're laughing. <laughs> so, this is how the world will say things should run. Now, slap him again. And then, just walk away. Or, yes, you thank him and you walk away. Now, with this, the world will say that you are a fool. You are not brave. Right? There, I just want you to understand the system of this world. It's, it, has, it has a lot to do with your thinking. Which affects every other thing that you do. Amen. And so he slaps him and the world says slap him back. So the world has thought it should be about yourself. But God's system will say when one hits you, turn the other side. Now that was not literal. I'm just giving an example. Glory to God. He says what greater love had no man than this that a man will lay down his life for his brethren. Amen. Amen. You can sit down. In the Old Testament, you know, can I tell you something? Let me take us a bit higher. Someone will tell you, I can't love you more than myself. The world, true or false. Yes, I can't love you more than myself. And they will buttress their points with love your neighbor as yourself. And that Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. It's not true. He said, he was answering a question. Check your Bibles. He was asked the question, which is the greatest commandment? He wasn't giving us a commandment to love our neighbors as ourselves. He was answering the question. They asked, which is the greatest in the law? And he was answering. And we took his answer to mean that he was telling us to love our neighbors as ourselves. And so, if someone does something to me, how I would have reacted or done to myself is what I will do to the person. So, for example, if you have someone who is highly depressed, I mean depression at the boiling level, where when the person is, in depre is depressed, the person can take a knife and cut his or her body. Just to see blood for her to be okay. Imagine you hurting that one. For her to love you like she loves herself, she will cut you. Oh, I'm telling you, she will cut you because that is how she can feel like, yeah. Amen. So let me love you like, like myself. Amen. And if that was the case, there is no standard unit for the measurement of love. Because everyone's level of love is not the same. But when he spoke about no greater love, there's no greater love than this, he was communicating something about his love for man. God's love for man. Now, he comes to man when man did nothing to deserve his love, but still what? Loved him and gave himself for man and after his resurrection the new command was not to love your neighbor as yourself the bible says love your neighbor as christ loved you 
So for the Christian, you love your neighbor more than yourself. Hey! I'm just... <laughs> can you give the Lord a mighty clap for now? Now, <laughs> are you understanding this? So Jesus was answering the question, but we took his question, his answer, to mean that is what we must live by. So now we have a unit of measurement. And our unit of measurement for love is God's love. So we love like God loves or God loved us. What did he say in John? We love because he first loved us. He is our measurement of love. Give the Lord a mighty clap. He's our measurement of love. Glory to God. So the systems, I'm just explaining the systems of this world. They might appear very cool, very nice, very logic. Like it's cool, it's cool. Love your neighbor as yourself. Um, um, one for you or seven, me for all, God for us. Some, some, some statement be like that. Everyone for himself, God for us. It's a statement from the pit of hell. Everyone for himself, God for us. We, we've said some before, true or false. That's because the system of this world was rooted in us. But now it's being uprooted. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, do not conform to the standards of this world. And it only comes by the renewing of your mind that you'll be able to approve the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Now I start my message. Amen. Amen. I start my message now. Let's go to the book of John. John chapter 4. Caris is a grace-based ministry headed by the Lord Jesus Christ and led by his servant, the man of God, Pastor Ray King. Our vision is connecting the world to Christ and raising men unto perfection. Our purpose is revealing the righteousness of God to man and our mission, preaching the gospel to everyone in our sphere of contact. We welcome you to join us in worship across our various fellowship grounds. On Tuesdays, we have the Hour of Intimacy from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And on Wednesdays, we have Cell Meeting from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. The locations are Red Top at Wager, Galilee at Ablekuma, Mile 7 at Achimota, University of Ghana Campus, Adenta House and Down, Noble House at East Legon, Junction Mall at Sakumono, Bachelor Total at Spintex, Sunshine Hospital at Airport, Spintex KFC, and Community 5 at Tema. Our Sunday Ipoikodomio services take place at the Zion Convocation Arena at North Legon, Popos Street, Hatton, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. and Red Top at Wager from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. You can contact our team on 020-099-8099 or 055-592-6251. The Temple of Paris, forever we are kingdom in Christ. <laughs> 